Well, it's good to see you all tonight. I'm glad you're here with us. And uh, those of you joining online, so thankful that, that you're with us tonight. And um, I want to begin tonight by reminding us of uh, the gospel and the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And this song right here, Glorious Day, um, I can't think of a, of a song that, that just has you know, the gospel filled and packed within it than, than this song right here. And I'm grateful for the love of God and, and all that Jesus has done for us and the victory we have through Christ. And he's coming again. And I'm so thankful for that. So I want to remind you about that as we begin tonight. One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin, dwelt among men, my example is he. The Word became flesh, the light shined among us, his glory revealed, living he loved me, dying he saved me. Buried he carried my sins far away And rising he justified freely forever One day he's coming, oh glorious day Oh glorious day The day he comes again, won't be no COVID, won't be no taxes, sickness one day they led him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on the tree. Suffering anguish, despised and rejected. Bearing our sins, my Redeemer is he. The hand that healed nations stretched out on a tree and took the nails from me living he loved me dying he saved me buried he carried my sins far away and rising he justified freely forever one day he's coming Oh, glorious day, oh, glorious day. One day the grave could conceal him no longer. One day the stone rolled away from the door. Then he arose, or death he had conquered. Now is ascended, my Lord, evermore. Death could not hold him, the grave could not keep him from rising again. Living he loved me, dying he saved me. Buried he carried my sin far away. Rising he justified freely forever. One day he's coming, oh glorious day. Glorious day. Glorious day. One day the trumpet will sound for his coming. One day the skies with his glories will shine. Wonderful day my beloved one's bringing. My Savior Jesus is mine, living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he carried my sin far away, rising he justified 
freely forever. One day he's coming, oh glorious day, glorious day, glorious day, oh glorious day. I'm grateful for that. I'm so thankful for that wonderful reminder and the day that, that Jesus comes again we'll, we'll say goodbye to a lot of things hurt and sorrow and regrets and, and all of that uh, but thank the Lord for the blood of Jesus he shed on the cross of Calvary that, that we might be forgiven and that we might have everlasting life and that we have a home in heaven and all the things of this world will be, will be past will be behind us and uh, there'll be a, a perfect place that we'll be in heaven one day. And just think perfection. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. It's hard for us to imagine perfection. But that's what it's going to be. We'll be perfect in perfect glorified bodies in the presence of Jesus. And we'll have uh, everlasting victory. And I'm so thankful for that tonight. And, and that, you know, here in this day of... Um, you know, hardships and trials and difficulties and uncertainty. We, we don't know what a day's going to hold, and, and uh, that's the world, the time that we live in. Um, we, we don't know what, what we'll be facing, but God's already there, and God is sovereign and in control. And I was talking to my son, Matt, on the phone today. Um, he's up there at North Greenville, enjoyed getting to uh, spend a few moments on the phone with him, and I, I was just encouraging him, you know, that God is on the throne. And God loves us, and he saves us on purpose, and he's got a purpose and plan for us. And, uh, and his plan and his purpose is going to come to pass. We just need to trust him and make sure that we're, um, that we're a part of his plan. And uh, not my will, but his will. And that's a tremendous privilege and joy. And to know, you know, that we, uh, that we have the Lord as, as, uh, as our faithful guide and He's our grace, our strength, and provides our grace that we need each and every day. Um, that's such an encouragement. And so I just wanted to begin with that tonight, uh, reminding us about the gospel and reminding us about the hope that we have in Jesus and the hope, uh, all that he's going to do. Um, we have the victory through Christ. And so I'm grateful that, um, that each of you are here, those of you also joining us online. And I do have the uh, live stream pulled up, so if any of you have any uh, any prayer requests or if you have any um, any comments to uh, what we're going to be uh, looking at tonight uh, go ahead and join in with us we won't try to make it as, as interactive as we can and um, I just wonder we uh, I always love starting off with with a time of praise anybody have a word of testimony on your heart tonight that you'd like to share with us just gives us an assurance about that that hope that we have it'll be there in the morning too and it'll be there uh, when when we come to that time when God calls us home that hope will be there be more real than than ever and I'm so thankful uh, for that and uh, anybody else tonight word of praise yeah Brian Wow, congratulations. And I, I, I assume uh, mom's doing fine, baby's doing good. All right. So, no, 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 not, not 24 pounds. <laughs> Eight pounds. Yeah. That, that would be a Guinness Book of World Records right there. <laughs> uh, eight, eight pounds. So congratulations to, uh, to Blair and, and to Reed and to Brian and I'm sure there'll be a lot of grandchild spoiling going on, um, but congratulations! I'm I'm happy we rejoice with y'all, and I saw the pictures online, and I'm so thankful for that, and uh, and that just just reminds me, Lord willing, this Sunday, weather permitting, we'll uh, we plan on having baby dedication, and and uh, we'll we'll talk about all that's coming up this um, 
this Lord's Day, but but so thankful for the for the miracle of, of birth and and the new life, you know, in in this world of precious new life. And, and so we give the Lord praise and just continue to pray for Blair and uh, and and the the, the ba- are they home, Brian? Not not home just yet. Okay, all right. So uh, just continue to pray for them. Congratulations! Uh, what a wonderful celebration. What a wonderful praise report tonight. Celebrating new life. Anybody else tonight? Word of praise. God been good. God's answered prayer. Hmm. That is true. Miss Helen said God's been good to her. Her whole life continues to be good. That's right. I think we, we would all agree with that. God is so good. God is faithful and good. And I'm so thankful for that. Well, again, I'm, I'm glad you're here tonight. And um, we're going to be in Colossians chapter 1 in just a moment. And I want you to think about your prayer list. You know, we, we're here, we focus on prayer. And, and often, even this past Sunday, uh, uh, God reminded us about the need to pray, to renew our prayer life. And, and so as we think about prayer, what, what should we pray for? Or how should we pray? What's our prayer list? And so we find that in Colossians chapter 1. Paul prayed for the believers in Colossians 1 to walk worthy of God's power because of God's powerful work. How do we live for God? You know, well, we live for God by His work and grateful that we call on His name. We can know the Lord as we live each and every day. And so I want us to think about our prayer list tonight as we look at Colossians chapter 1. But let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to bless and ask God to help us tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord, we give you praise for who you are and we thank you, God, for this time together to gather here on a cold winter's uh, midweek night to, to pray and to look to you and to receive your word and, and to give you praise. And I just thank you that you're coming again. I thank you for the song that we just sang, Lord, the victory that's ours. Thank you for the gospel of Jesus. And Lord, your word reminds us that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to all who will believe and we're grateful Lord for the gospel thank you for your grace and your love and thank you for your faithfulness Lord and thank you for prayer that we can call on your name and so Lord I pray you'll teach us tonight from your word help us Lord Jesus to uh, consider our prayer list tonight Lord as we focus on your word we ask in Jesus name Amen yes it was wonderful it really was Uh, it's, we, we did have a, a lot of gifts and I know Donna had posted some pictures I think on the WMU Facebook page and, uh, but it was wonderful uh, Jessica was able to come it was, it was really you know, a blessing I mean she was in the hospital with kidney stones battling that and she came home on Monday I believe it was and, uh, and so we were able to do that last night and it was just such a great outpouring of love and she sent me a message thanking me and and, uh, and I told her, I said, you know, we've had a lot of folks that, you know, that are concerned about, you know, COVID and, and folks that are quarantined right now that's not able to come. And I, I regret that we didn't have all that would love to be here. But she said, I got a lot of names and added a lot of people on Facebook. So uh, praise the Lord. And I pray that we'll see her again soon. Now, Jessica's due date is coming up next month, coming up real soon. So, well, her mom was, was here um, with her and, and, uh, also her boyfriend and I was glad to hear that and uh, so um, so just continue to pray for Jessica but thank you to everyone who contributed I, I went by Miss Betty's and she wasn't able to come and picked up a gift and uh, Je- uh, Jennifer uh, Porter contacted me she wasn't able to come and, and dropped her gift off and so it was just you know, we were gathering things together and and, uh, and I'm just thankful for that she was so thankful for everything and I'm, so, I'm grateful that, that we were able to didn't know Sunday, didn't know how, how things were going to go, but I'm grateful that we was able to do that and just pray. Amen. That's what it's all about. Uh, well, let's look uh, Colossians chapter 1, and let's think about your prayer list tonight. And I want us to see, first of all, in Colossians 1 and verse 9, that we need to pray for God's will. You know, Jesus prayed that. He prayed that, you know, Lord, your, your Father, your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. And I, I pray that, that first and foremost on our prayer list would be God's will. Lord, I want your will. I surrender to you. I want your way. And, and this is what Paul is praying for the believers at, at Colossians, that they, you know, that they would pray for God's will. They would know God's will. And uh, certainly as we think about walking worthy of, of God's powerful work in our life, 
We've got to be in God's will. Not my will, but His will. And so notice this in verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease praying for you, and to desire that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Uh, notice that right there. Praying, praying for the desire that we would be filled with what? Knowledge of His will. Not full of ourself. Not full of what I think and what I want. Or I mean, it's great to set goals. Nothing wrong with setting goals. We do that, especially this time of year. We try to set goals. But we don't need to leave God out. Um, you know, James even talked about that. You don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. You don't know what a day will hold. You make plans to go here and there and to buy this or that. But you don't even know what a day will hold. And so, in the same way, um, Paul says here in Colossians 1.9 that we would be filled filled with knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. How do we have spiritual discernment or spiritual understanding? I tell you, if there's one thing that seems to be lacking in modern Christianity, it's discernment. You know, we should desire um, God's way and God's will. And there's just, there are just times that maybe somebody will say something and, and, and you just cringe and you think, Where's the spiritual discernment at? Or, or maybe there's times when someone will react to something in a certain way or, or times when someone will, uh, will say something or, or participate in something. And, and there's such a lack of spiritual understanding and spiritual discernment. And so Paul says, I pray for God's will. I pray that you would be filled with the knowledge of His will or His wisdom and, and, his, and also for spiritual understanding. But also, uh, pray for God's walk, that you might walk. Notice this, the Christian life is compared to a walk. I mean, we, we walk with, with God. And, and I'm reminded in the Old Testament, Enoch walked with God, and we walk with God as believers. And of course, Enoch walked with God, and then he was not. He was, he was gone. Well, that's a, that reminds us of the rapture. We're walking with God in this world, and at some point, just like we sang a few minutes ago, the trumpet of God's going to sound, and we're going to be here, and then we're not. We're, we're going to be out of here. We'll be gone. Well, when that time comes, or if we don't go by the way of the rapture, we go by the way of the grave, God calls us home, I pray that when that time comes, that we would make sure that it's God's walk. We pray for God's walk. That we would, notice this in verse 10, that we would walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing notice this being fruitful in every good work what do you think of when you think of being fruitful here in verse 10 walking with God trying to please God honor God walk worthy of the Lord and that, that in a way that pleases the Lord being fruitful what comes to mind when you hear that word fruitful that's right that's right that's that would be love, you know, that would be good works, you know. The fruit of, of knowing the Lord would, would, uh, would, would become evident in us that we would have self-control, that we would have joy and peace and patience and kindness. All of this goes with God's walk as we're walking with God. That, that pleases the Lord as the Spirit of God is worked out through, through us. And the, the fruit of that is, 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 is evident. And Paul says it's a, it's a good work. We walk worthy of the Lord. Not walk the way the world says we ought to walk. Not look like the way the world says we ought to look. Not talk like the way the world says we ought to talk. But walk worthy of the Lord. Handle things differently than when I was not a Christian. Before I knew the Lord. Walk worthy of the Lord. Maybe, um, maybe I handle something in such a way and the Spirit of God convicts me about it. And, and I begin to... I begin to realize, you know, I didn't, I didn't walk worthy of the Lord. Or maybe I, I did something, but I did it for my own glory. I didn't do it for the Lord. I was looking for attention instead of glorifying God. And then I'm reminded, I need to walk worthy of the Lord. Trust God. Honor God in a way that's pleasing. Paul says it's a good work that we would increase in the knowledge of God. So what, what do you think of when you see this phrase, increasing in the knowledge of God? When you're increasing. Right. 
I think of growth. You know, I mean, I, I increase in, in the knowledge of God. In other words, I become more aware of God's will. Not my will. Not what my friends think or say. Um, you know, and that, that a lot of times is, you know, can, can bring a lot of um, difficulty and hardships on us when we're living to try to please people. What matters is, you know, we think about losing weight this time of year. The greatest weight loss that we would that we could uh, perform in our in our life this year is, is the weight of what other people think. Let's let's throw that off. You know, not being so concerned with what everybody thinks. What's more important is what God knows about us than what other people think. But a lot of times, if we're not careful, we're driven by, and we're living according to what others think. But let's let's increase in the knowledge of God. Let's walk in. God's will, God's way. So let's pray. Let's be sure that we pray for God's will in verse 9. Be filled with the knowledge of His will. But also, let's pray for God's walk, that we would walk worthy of the Lord in a way that pleases God, in a way that's fruitful in good work. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and gentleness. Self-control would be more evident as we uh, get closer to the Lord and as we grow and increase in the knowledge of God. But also let's pray for God's power. Notice this in verse 11. Strengthened. There it is. God's power. Strengthened with what? Strengthened with all might. We're talking about the power of God. The same power that just created the universe. God took nothing and created something. That still fascinates me. I stand in awe of God that at some point in time God said let there be. And there it was. And what we see we go outside this cold January night and, and you see the stars and uh, the moon and, and, and all of that in the morning. The sun will rise and, and you see his creation. The birds will, will sing and you look up to the hills, look up to the mountains and the Blue Ridge Mountains. And, and uh, at certain times, um, you know, the, the sun will uh, reflect off the clouds and that beautiful uh, reddish orange, how beautiful it is. The sunrise, also the sunset and and you see the trees and the flowers and the grass and, and all that God has made and the, the rivers and the streams and the lakes and that drive from, uh, from Wahala to Seneca. What a beautiful drive. And you see the lake. And a lot of times you'll see sailboats out there on the lake. And you see God's great creation. God spoke that into existence. And that's the power we're talking about. But also the power that we're talking about is the power to bring the dead back to life. The same power that brought Lazarus back from the dead. He'd been dead four days. Jesus said, Lazarus, arise. And he arose. And he, he was brought from death to life. And that's what happens spiritually when we believe in Christ. Is the power of God brings us from death to life. You think about Jesus. He, he died on the cross. And they took his, his, uh, his broken body down. And, and uh, they put him in a borrowed tomb. And three days later, he got up and walked out by the power of God. And he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And the same power that uh, caused Jesus to arise and, and live is the same power we're talking about here. God's power. That's what we need. God's, it's not my power. It's not your power. If I ever think it's me, then, uh, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fail. I'm going to fail miserably. It's not my power. I, I, I fail. We make mistakes. We're limited. But God's power, that's what makes a difference. Notice this. Strengthened with all might in verse 11 according to his glorious power, God's glorious power, unto all patience, long-suffering, and joyfulness. Now, all that's fruit of the Spirit. The power of God works patience, long-suffering, and, and joy, or joyfulness. So we pray for God's power, that God's power would make the difference. In our, how do we handle issues each and every day? As parents, how do we make wise decisions for our families how do we lead our families well we need the power of God we need to be strengthened by the power of God how do we change you know how is it that we begin to have some self control that maybe we once didn't have how do we handle things differently how do we have discernment and wisdom well it's God's power we rely on God's power when we trust in him we pray we call on his name and we we trust his word and, and as we trust and believe in him, his power becomes more and more 
evident. And that leads to patience and long-suffering and joyfulness. Those are three things that Paul, that's what I want for my kids. I want them to have patience and long-suffering. I want them to have joyfulness, the joy of the Lord, that we'd be strengthened by his power. And then finally, verses 12 through 14, I think on our prayer list, we not only need to have God's will, let's pray for his will. We not only need to pray for God's walk, that we would walk worthy of the Lord, a way that pleases God. may not be understood by the world, but it pleases God. And then on our prayer list, God's power. It would be God's power that makes a difference in our lives, but also God's work. Notice verses 12 through 14. Giving thanks unto the Father, which he has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. We're partakers. We have an inheritance as believers. Not going to corrupt or fade. Right now, every believer has an inheritance in glory. In verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness. That's God's work. Only God's work can do that. Salvation is a work of God. God delivers us from the power of darkness. And he's translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. That's God's work. We are, we are kingdom people. We're not of this world in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sin. I can't deal with my sin, and you can't, but God can through Christ. The blood of Jesus redeems us. but He paid the price for our sin, the forgiveness of sin. And we have been brought out of and delivered out of the power of darkness to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of His dear Son. That's God's work. I mean, we have salvation. And we, we didn't earn it. We're not good enough for it. But Jesus paid it all. And that's the work of God. Let's pray for God's work. That those that see us, that we interact with each and every day, they would see the evidence of God's work in our hearts and lives. That we're partakers of the inheritance of light. Every believer, every Christian, We've been delivered by His power. Delivered from darkness and translated to the kingdom of light or the kingdom of, of the Lord Jesus. We have redemption. He's paid the price with His own blood. And so I pray, as, as we pray for others, we pray for ourselves, we pray for others, that on our prayer list is, Lord, help me to do Your will. God, help me to walk worthy of You. I've shared this before. We think about walking worthy and uh, each and every day we, we want to please God and uh, walk worthy of the Lord. Um, I remember when Matthew was in the, I believe he was in 10th grade, and uh, we, we had, he, he was playing high school baseball, and we had a, um, a playoff game down at Sheraw. Uh, and, um, and I remember there was a virus that kind of spread throughout the team, and here we are, I think it's the second or third round of the playoffs, and, and, um, and so... Um, you know, there's a virus that's going around. So the starting pitcher and the backup pitcher was out. And so, um, so then I get word that Matt's going to start. He's, he's the pitcher for the, for the game, the playoff game. And, um, and I remember, I, I, I think I was more nervous than he was, you know. Uh, we're down there at Sherall, playoff game. And, and I remember calling his, um, his physical therapist, who is a, a former Major League Baseball player, um, Tim Drew. He pitched for the Cleveland Indians and then he pitched for the Atlanta Braves. And then Tim's brother, J.D. Drew, just recently retired, uh, played for the Washington Nationals. And, um, but Tim Drew, uh, he's a physical therapist in Anderson. And um, Leo Mazzoni also lives in Anderson, was a you know, uh, pitching coach for the Atlanta Braves. And I'll never forget, we had a cookout there at his, his office. And he said, Leo's going to be here. And I thought, Wow, you know, and so we, we went to that and got to hear Leo tell stories and about John Rocker and New York and all that is is hilarious, uh, but um, but I remember um, Tim had worked with Matt and um, and and had uh, you know given him some instruction and was trying to give him get him stronger and, and all of this and Tim's a great Christian man uh, and and I and I remember I called him I was like I, I got to call Tim and tell Tim that Matt's getting a start in the playoffs and. So I, I called Tim, and I, and I was nervous. I said, 
I said, Tim, I said, um, so I just want you to know that, that Matt's getting a start in the playoff game. Just pray that he does good. And I'll never forget it. Tim replied back, I pray that he honors God. Isn't that the difference? We think about success, and the world has their ways. But let's honor God. That's so much better than any success. That is the successful life. Because honoring God is everlasting. What we do in this world, it's not going to last. And I, I so regret that our students are not able to go to look up Lodge. The powerful thing about, uh, about a retreat like that is the timeless truths, the biblical principles, and the powerful truths of God's Word that our students would learn. And, and that could be perhaps something like that, you know, or even a Wednesday night meeting like this. These could be some of the most life-changing times because we come, you know, we encounter God and we, the, the eternal truths of His Word. And, and there's nothing in this world that can compare to that. A lot of times we don't think of it like that, but let's walk worthy of God. Greatest thing that my kids could do is to walk worthy of God and honor God. And, um, and we can only do it by God's power. God doesn't expect us to live by our own strength, but His glorious power, the same power that created the universe, the same power that defeated death, hell, and the grave, the same power that caused the blind to see and, and healed the leper. God's power, that power is available to us. We have to turn and rely on the Lord and trust in Him. And we're a part of His work. Pray for God's work. Oh, certainly. A lot of times we pray for sick, as we should, and we pray for big uh, decisions that we have to make, and we pray for family, uh, pray for our kids' grades. We pray for all, and we ought to pray about all that. The Bible tells us, you know, that we make our request, all of it, made known unto God. But we, we need to make sure we pray for God's work. What we do here at First Baptist is God's work, the life-changing work, the gospel, being used of God, that, that we be lights in, the, in this dark world. Pray for God's work. And, and we have, I think about this coming Sunday. You know, let's pray for God's work to be done. Of all that we do, meeting together, gathering together, laughing and talking and, and uh, fellowshipping together, eating a donut with a cup of coffee with somebody or, or after church, you know, out, out on the lawn out there, you know, um, joking around with somebody, just enjoying being together. All that we do, the most important thing, though, is God's work. And let's be a part of, of God's work through prayer, praying for God's will, for God's walk, that we'd walk worthy of the Lord and for God's power. I think about, um, I think about my kids and, and the difficulties that they are going to face. And, and I think about, you know, the, the trials that are come their way. And I could try to do it for them if I could. Or I could try to give them some advice best thing we can do is give them over to God. Pray that they come to know God and increase in God's will and His knowledge and desire to walk worthy of the Lord and honor Him and be a part of God's work, the greatest work on the face of the earth. So in, in these three verses, I, I pray that, uh, or, or in these, um, these uh, verses 9 through 14, that, that we would consider our prayer list. Now let's pray for these four things. God's will God's walk, God's power, and, and God's work. And um, so let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Then we want to take some prayer requests, and I want to share some updates with you about the next uh, few days and, and, um, and then some other things that we have coming up in the life of our church as well, and, as well as take prayer requests. And, and uh, it's good to see um, got a good number of folks on tonight, Don and Faye Kelly, and uh, I'm glad y'all were Bobbery and George Jackson, Susan uh, Bolding, and uh, Megan Nations is watching uh, Donna Brown is, is watching and, and um, also Kelly Fowler glad Kelly is watching boy Kelly's uh, she's had the COVID and then uh, Kaysen's had it and they're, I know they're tired of quarantine I'm, I'm sure but I'm glad y'all are watching Brenda Carty glad y'all are, are, are watching tonight and uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer if you have any prayer requests go ahead and share that I see that Donna has shared one and I uh, will share that and then also uh, Judy has brought me one as well Heavenly Father I thank you for your word and I pray that God, we'd pray more and more. You tell us in your word that we pray that we not lose heart. And if we don't pray, Lord, we will lose heart. So help us, Lord, to get closer to you. Lord, to know your will, to walk worthy of you, and to rely on your power and your strength, God, as we trust and obey you each and every day. God, that we would be a part of your work. We thank you, Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen.
Uh, Judy has uh, left a, a request asking that we pray for Kayla Carver. Um, she she had a stroke and uh, and and and, sur and surgery to uh, to remove a blood clot uh, from uh, uh, I'm sorry from her from her brain. Um, she's at Memorial and she's she's doing pretty well, uh, but will be undergoing uh, a lot of tests. So. Uh, just remember Kayla Carver going through all of this um, from this stroke and the surgery blood clot. Glad that she's doing pretty well, but we'll just continue to pray for Kayla. That God would be merciful and touch her. Also, uh, Judy's niece, um, Erica, uh, Erica's husband, John uh, Henry. I know I've, I've heard Judy request prayer before for uh, uh, for John is is um, is in the Army Reserve and was deployed last November to Kuwait uh, to lead a team over there. Uh, he, he's going to be gone about a year and, and we'll be leaving Erica home with the two girls and, and uh, you know, young kids four and six. Um, and so I know this will be a, this will be tough. It'll be hard on the family. So let's, let's pray for, um, for Erica's husband, John Hembree. That's H-E-M-B-R-E-E. -E. John Hembree. want to pray for John as he's in the Army Reserve. will be, uh, or will be uh, deployed or is deployed in, in Kuwait. Um, so let's let's remember these two re requests as we pray tonight, Kayla Carver and John Embry. And and then um, Donna, um, yeah, Donna, we, we, I've shared this as well, but she's uh, reminding us the baby shower for Jessica last night was a tremendous blessing. So again, thank you all so much, those of you that had a part in that. And uh, sharing God's love, the fruit, you know, of, of knowing God, of walking with God, is to share His love uh, with others. And so, I, again, I thank each of you for that. Um, and uh, let's remember Jean Watson. Continue to pray for Jean uh, while she, while she's um, going through rehab and, and uh, battling some sickness as well. So let's pray for Jean. Uh, also, Patsy Morris is home, and just continue to pray for Patsy. God would. Uh, just put a hedge protection about her and keep her safe. Also, she has sitters lined up. The Amy has has uh, worked hard to to get together. So, uh, just continue to remember Patsy and Jennifer Whitmire sent me a, a message asking me uh, if Miss Patsy was at home. She was wanting to give her a card. So that that kind of stuff it means so much. And so continue to pray for uh, Miss Patsy Morris. Um, also, um, remember my dad. Uh, he had an ablation today, and and uh, they had to be there at six this morning. And then uh, uh, got an update that the procedure was done uh, early this afternoon, and they, they kept him till 7 o'clock for observation. Uh, so as, as far as I know, um, I, I don't see any, any updates. As far as I know, everything's on schedule, and they're, they're, they're able to, to go home. But, um, but appreciate your prayers uh, for Dad. And um, any others tonight? Any other prayer requests? Let's remember David Brown. Uh, continue to pray for uh, for David uh, tonight. Going through a, uh, a tough time. Uh, want to remember him. And uh, any, any others tonight? Okay, JJ, is he, is he back to work or anything? Is he still still sick? Okay, JJ is. Is, I know he's had COVID, but I know he's, he's quarantined right now. And had, you said he had a tough week, so let's let's pray for uh, for JJ. He'll get his strength back. And he'll get feeling better. All right. Any others? Also, uh, Donna's reminded us to pray for Jessica. Her due date is February 24th. So thank you for sharing us sharing that with us, uh, Donna. Praying for uh, for Jessica. She just battled this kidney stone and just pray that she and the baby will be safe. Uh, any others? We're continuing to pray for uh, Jeffrey Turner as well. This is a relative of uh, George and Bobby Jackson. Also, Dennis Jackson sent me a message that he's not feeling well. Said he did test negative, you know, for COVID, but pray for it. it's a lot of sickness a lot of folks battling some sickness and and um, so let's let's remember those that are in need of God's touch pray that they feel better and pray that God will protect our church family will keep us safe uh, through this 
uh, Stoney's dad is doing well, uh, and um, they they've been caring for them. Now Stoney's not he's not the youth didn't meet tonight, and uh, Stoney is is sick. Sean is sick, and um, of course Bob and Kathy they tested positive for COVID, um, but um, just continue to remember them um, as we pray. And I mentioned the Fowlers, Cason uh, and Kelly. Want to continue to remember them? Pray that Kaylee and Kevin doesn't doesn't, uh, doesn't get it, and um, so let's remember them. Also, Megan, uh, she tested positive for COVID on Monday, and uh, so just she's other than a headache, uh, she's she's doing fine. Um, but uh, she is, yeah. She's staying in her room, and she's doing thank thank goodness for online and I guess Schoology or whatever it is, and she knows her assignments and she's doing her assignments at. Uh, at home, and and uh, we'll get her tested maybe tomorrow or Friday to see. You know, hopefully it'll be negative. Um, but appreciate your prayers there as well. Any others tonight? I know there's a lot of concern right now that uh, this Omicron variant is uh, doesn't seem to be as aggressive, but it sure is spreading like wildfire. So let's let's pray for those dealing with that. Those are in quarantine, and uh, your son-in-law does Mississippi. Okay, it's definitely going around, and uh, let's let's pray. You know, and, and pray that God will be glorified. You know, through all of this, and certainly things like this can get our attention. And I, I know that God is sovereign. You know, sometimes we wonder: Is God are you sending this to judge us? And I wouldn't dare to try to tell you what God's doing, um, but I do know God's permitted it, and certainly it can get our attention. And so let's pray that God will be glorified uh, through this. And I remember those that are those that are sick. Um, Pam Evett is struggling with her back, and she was here Sunday morning, so I'm grateful for that. But also Madison Evett, uh, Pam and Chris's um, daughter-in-law, uh, she's really sick, and you know she's pregnant as well, and uh, so they're. Uh, I believe she tested positive also. And um, when Chris and Pam got that message during church, they got up and left. So if anybody, you know, happened to notice that they were here and then they weren't, um, you know, that's the reason why is they, they found out that they had been they were just with her the night before. And so we pray for Madison, and I pray that, that Pam's back will, will get better as well. And uh, pray for Todd Aiken, Jennifer's brother. I want to continue to remember Todd. Any others tonight? All right. Um, we want to go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to be with those on our prayer list, be with our shut-in. Uh, want to remember them as, as we pray. And uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. And Lord, I pray that you would be with those that are sick and those that are hurting and those that need your touch. I pray for your mercy and your healing touch. And I thank you for prayer, God, that we can let our requests be made known to you. And um, also, Lord, I, I pray for Jane Pratt. Um, I know that she's been diagnosed with uh, dementia. And pray for her. Pray for her family as well. And, and um, there's a lot to be praying for, a lot of, a lot of folks hurting and uh, a lot of folks in need of your touch. And we're all needy. God, we need you. And we look to you and we ask for your help and for your strength. And and uh, Lord, I just I, I do want to give you praise that Reese Dameron was found. We thank you for that answer to prayer. And I know there was a lot of prayers going up, and I'm grateful for that. And I pray for Reese. I pray for Johnny and Kelly and their family. We're grateful for that wonderful news. And, and uh, Lord, we just ask for your help and for your, your healing touch. And pray for your mercy, Lord, for all those on our prayer, uh, prayer list, Lord, for the unspoken request as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, um, as y'all know... Um, the, well, we canceled our youth retreat because of, of COVID concerns. It's just too many that are um, that are quarantined and, and dealing with this right now. We just felt like that, that would be the safe thing to do. Really hate it, um, but um, but that's that that's the best decision I think we had we had to make at this time. But just pray for our youth and and, and all the, our students. Uh, it's a long weekend coming up, so uh, maybe that's going to help. Uh, a little bit we just pray for you know for that um, and then also uh, there's a there's a chance of winter weather 
Matter of fact, Chris Justice said that it's not a matter of, of if, but how much. So he's feeling pretty confident about it, and um, and looks like that uh, that this is we're talking about a Sunday thing, and uh, it's just us here tonight, right? So I'm gonna pull up the latest. Um, this is one of my hobbies that I shared Sunday morning. I, I, I'm interested in this. I'm gonna pull up the latest because I didn't get to see the six o'clock run. This is the latest uh, GFS model, and um, let's see what we got here. There it comes uh, too much too much red and pink on that. I don't like that. That's a cold rain and and uh, freezing rain is what it looks like there, with a little bit of burst of snow behind it. Let's see what time that is. Okay, this is uh, midnight Sunday, no no precipitation yet, and then you go, then it, it becomes widespread at 6 a.m. So it could start off as some snow, 6 in the morning, and uh, the bulk of it will be here at, uh, I can't believe I'm doing this on, <laughs> um, at 6 p.m. So uh, so it's a, it looks like a, the timing of it is, is all Sunday. Um, but the, the model, this is just a model. This is not a forecast. This is a GFS model. And uh, there's been some um, models that have said as much as 17 inches of snow. Um, but, um, but if you, you know, if you see that, I don't know if you can see it, there's a lot of red and a lot of pink, which is, and, that, and that's even up in Asheville. Hendersonville, Asheville, Charlotte, it's all freezing rain. So um, that's where it is right now. So anyway, I, I wanted to share that. But with the threat of, of winter weather, and we sent out an email and we put a post on, on Facebook, uh, we, uh, we contact WYFF and we get our church added to the cancellations or if we decide to delay, you know, how, whatever we decide to do. Um, and then we also send out a church email and then we post it on our Facebook page and then we also post it on our website. So there's four ways, you know, to get word and that is just watch the, the crawler on WYFF or you can get on WYFF's uh, website and, and look for closures, and you'll see our church if it's listed. And, uh, and then, of course, if you're on the church email list, we'll, we'll send that out. Facebook page, website. So um, that that's, uh, just reminds you about that. That's what we've done in the past. Um, and uh, we'll try to make a decision by 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon so that, so that you'll know. Uh, we'll, we'll know either way. And if, I'll just tell you if there's a winter storm warning at, at 4 o'clock Saturday, then we won't have church. Um, if it's a watch, I don't know. We'll see. We just look at look at everything. Um, but um, but if we um, if we decide to cancel, then um, then we will have the baby dedication on the 23rd instead of the 16th. And I've already talked with the nations about this, and um, and that'll be great because the 23rd is Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Wouldn't that be great to have a baby dedication on Sanctity of Human Life Sunday? And then Kelly Fowler, Lord willing, will be out of quarantine by then. Uh, we're praying, Kelly, praying that'll be the case. And, uh, and then she's, she's going to be sharing her testimony on Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. And so, uh, so that's, that's the plan right now. Uh, just also want to remind you that we have a men's prayer breakfast on January 29th at 8 a.m. We'll be meeting down in the fellowship hall and uh, have a time of prayer and some great food and great fellowship. And, uh, and then there'll be some things to be you know, done around the church, uh, mainly inside, changing out some lights. If any of the men want to stay, um, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy good fellowship together. We need this time together. Uh, men's prayer breakfast on the 29th. And, uh, and then on, on uh, February 13th, we're going to have our chili cook-off, our super chili cook-off. And uh, the top finishers are going to be uh, given uh, gift cards. And so... Um, We'll have a sign-up sheet available, and um, and we'll start this at 5 o'clock. We'll start here in the sanctuary, uh, have a, a time of praise and, and, and worship and the Word here in the sanctuary at 5. And then probably around 5.45 or so, we'll go downstairs and have some good chili, have a chili cook-off and have all those pots lined up and everything, and it'll be a good time of fellowship and uh, should be done around 6.30 or 7 or so, I, I guess. Um, but again, the... The top finishers will be awarded prizes. It'll be a great time. Good fellowship on the 13th. And then, Lord willing, February 18th and 19th, uh, we just finalized the details and uh, paid our deposit for Dillard House. We'll be having a marriage retreat at the Dillard House February 18th. It'll be overnight into the 19th. And uh, 
my good pastor friend Jeremy Merck from Norris First Baptist is going to be with us to share. So uh, those are things that are coming up real soon. And so we pray that God will be glorified through that. I was talking to Doug earlier, and uh, we've already ordered some vacation Bible school materials. Uh, it's going to be an Australian theme, so i got to work on my Greg Norman uh, accent. And, uh, but I'm looking forward to, to that already, making plans for uh, vacation Bible school. And, um, of course, our youth will be going um, to Mobile, Alabama uh, for a mission camp coming up in June. So that'll, we'll be getting ready for that. And um, so a lot of things. And we have a reason, you know, to, to have uh, this God's work. As we shared, God will be glorified. And um, so looking forward. Uh, we'll see what, what happens on Sunday, and we'll get word out about Sunday. And if we're not able to meet together Sunday, we'll be back together on that Wednesday, and then on the 23rd, we'll have baby dedication. So um, anyway, just wanted to, to share that. But thank you for joining us tonight. I want to once again pull back up the, get off the weather page, get back on the Facebook here and um, see if there's any other, I don't see any other prayer requests. So thank you, everyone, for joining us online. Thank you all that are here tonight, and uh, let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you praise tonight, Lord, for who you are. We know that you're supreme and mighty and true and living. You're the great physician. We pray for those that are sick, Lord. We pray for the touch of the Master's hand, God, that you'd bring healing. We pray for your mercy. God, I pray you'll put a hedge protection about our church family, Lord. Keep us safe. And, and God, I pray for, uh, for our students, Lord, uh, going to school. And I know there are those that are quarantined. I pray, God, that you'll keep us safe. And, and um, I just ask, God, that you'll be with us as we... Uh, plan to meet together again. I pray it'll be Sunday, and, and uh, I pray that you will be glorified. Thank you, Lord, that we can know your will, walk in your way, and thank you, Lord, that, um, that we can pray, we can call on you, and I thank you for your power. God, would you give us strength that we need each and every day as we trust and obey you. Bless us, Lord Jesus, we ask in your precious name. Amen. Well, thank you again for being here, and hope you have a great rest of the week. Be safe. There's a lot of people buying sleds. Every time I go by Ace, they're buying sleds over there. So uh, y'all enjoy. Have a great rest of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. You know, I was, I was thinking, um, I don't know if it's last year or not, but uh, we had snow, and um, it was a winter wonderland in the morning. We were out there throwing snowballs, making snowmen, sledding and all that. Well, around 11.30, the sun came out, got up into the 50s. And by 2 or 3 o'clock, the snow was gone. And at 5 o'clock, I fired the grill up and was, was making burgers, grilling hamburgers. So only in South Carolina can you have winter wonderland in the morning, sledding and all that, and then uh, grilling burgers by the afternoon and the snow is gone. <laughs> yeah. God bless.